welcome to another installment of The Midnight Run, brought to you by none other than us here at KWZD. We've got another excellent show of programming for you today. It's in some recent news that you might be interested in, we've got Brandon Newton on Gumshoe, who is on scene with the uh, recent protests that have been clogging up your morning commute. Uh, we're going to check in with Jedlin, who has been missing for quite some time, but has just surfaced to let us know what's going on in his life and his exploits. And then Jason McNally is here on Circuit Breakdown to uncover what might be next in the world of not-so-smart cars. So stay tuned, we've got some excellent programming for you today. Tonight on The Midnight Run, brought to you by KWZD. KWZD is a member-supported program. Remember day and receive a complimentary tote along with any multi-year subscription. So any subscription that lasts at least six plus years, receive a free eight-gallon tote, which is very useful when attending any of our KWZD events, such as the KWZD SummerSlam, or the Spring Fling, or the KWZD Winter Wonderland. Bring that tote along with you. You can even bring a couple friends who all fit inside the tote, making it well worth it to become a multi-year member for KWZD. Up next is Gumshoe with Brandon Newton. Good evening, listeners. You're listening to Gumshoe right now, the show in which, where we find out everything that's going on right here in your neighborhood, on your streets, and the world around you. What's really happening with the people and, and and this week we've got a really interesting show some of you may have heard of these uh these protests going on going around people people are very angry they're very upset i was actually uh not planning on recording the show right now but i was driving around and i saw these protests going on so i figured hey let's uh investigate so investigate i did so here I am. I'm on the scene. There's people, um, they're, they're holding picket signs, they're yelling um, some some rhymes, um, and and uh, I found a man by the name of Jason De La Rosa, who is leading the charge here um, very valiantly and with, with much conviction. Um, so Jason, hello. Hey, how you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm doing well. I, I I was driving by here and I noticed you guys are have been just filling the street. Oh yeah. Here. Uh, oh yeah. And and so what's what's up? What's happening here? What what what? It, it's a little ironic, but we're sick of crowded streets. And how better to show that than to crowd the streets and yeah, get more and people, people irritated and on our side. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, that's that's brilliant. First of all, you got my attention. Right. I'll tell you that. So, it, it seems you guys don't want any more licensed drivers. No, no. There's too many people uh, crowding our streets, causing traffic, and I mean, if you drive in LA, just look at the five. Just look at the 405. Oh, it is terrible. awful, awful. 
So what we need to do is we need to cut back on how many people are driving. That way they could focus on the public transportation. They could walk, they could get a bike. Maybe we will save our environment too. I don't know, that's not my intention. I just want to drive without traffic. Wow, that's brilliant, but would you be driving without traffic or would you be riding the public transportation? Um, well, hopefully if I don't lose my license, I'll still be driving, but you know, the future is unclear. Oh, wow, wow, interesting. So, now Gumshoes, we have, we have our manifesto, we have, we have our, 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 our real sticking point to the protest. So now let's go to a protester and get his point of view why he joined the movement. We have Glenn Miller here who has a day job as a uh, what he calls a licensed pie smith. Let's Let's talk hey, to him about no, that. We won't go. Brand new drivers are a no. Hey, hey, hold on. Yeah, yeah, hi. Brandon Newton with Gumtree. Glenn Miller. Hello, Glenn Miller. Um, you seem to have a very interesting story I heard about how you joined the, um, the No New Drivers movement. I mean, I can't think of anyone it impacts more than probably myself. Right, as a pie smith. As I am a local pie smith. Some people consider my name synonymous with pie smithing. Uh-huh. Is when you think of pie smithing and all the deliveries that need to happen along with pie smithing. Is there's a, lot, there's a lot of moving pieces in pie smithing. Sometimes I'm delivering flour. Sometimes I'm delivering shortening. Sometimes I'm taking sugar from one place to another. Sometimes I'm delivering straight up pies. Is I need to deliver pies all over the city. You deliver supplies all over the all over the city to other pie smiths. How else are we supposed to keep a population happy and filled with pie if the pie smiths can't get to where they are? Is pie is pie smithing is very time delicate and being caught in all this traffic is getting ridiculous. Because I've taken a week off of my diligent work in order to be here and to make it known that there needs to be fewer drivers and we're not being unreasonable. Maybe just for the next three years. Don't give out any new licenses. You know, people are going to get too old to drive. A lot of people are going to get, like, their licenses, like, uh, expelled or suspended, whatever they call it these days. Is, uh, you know, some people might just give up and, and start. Is, is a lot of people maybe are getting mad. I hear there's, there's some people who are, who are working on a, a new light railway system. Maybe we should put in a monorail. This will inspire people. Yeah, you know, I was actually thinking that the monorail could be the new... Uh, the new personal transportation system if everybody gets their own like miniature monorail train a miniature monorail train sure then they could uh each person like they they drive this one track and it's more streamlined and it's more uh if we just have one loop around the city then if we can get to where they need to go yeah is maybe look like spokes on a bicycle in fact speaking of bicycles maybe ride your bike instead of driving because i can carry 80 pounds of flour on my back on the back of a bike. I did that my first two years as an apprentice pie smith. I'm not going back to it. Yeah, but what happens if there's just too many bikes? Well, then I guess we can protest the sidewalks and bike lanes when that time comes, but we're not there right now. Is That'd be Good a great point. problem to have too many bikes. But right now there's too many cars, too many drivers. Yeah, there are too many cars and too many drivers. Uh, and I, I hear gumshoes that 
it's not just the quantity of drivers that's real issue for people, but the quality. So now I have here someone I've, I've, I've stumbled upon named George Ramsey, who seems to have an absolute vendetta against the young teenagers driving with their permits and their new licenses. Uh, let's talk to him for a minute. Hello, George. How you doing? I'm I'm doing well. I'm having a fascinating time here at this protest. Boy, this wasn't I'm meant like to be to... fascinating. This was meant to educate. This was meant to show you the dangers of new drivers. Yeah, I I mean yes, I understand. And and it seems pretty dangerous. Tell me tell me your story. How your run-ins with new drivers, and uh, you have seem to have a uh, a fascinating rivalry with mine as well, correct? It was, I remember it like it was yesterday, it was, I lost my entire livelihood, entire livelihood, to a new driver. I was a professional, just, I was the best in my field. I was the best driver in the world. Some punk kid thinks, oh, I'm gonna get on the track and I'm gonna show this old guy what, what's what. He beat me. He did. Wow. You know what? Can't stand for that. I can't choose. I can't change professions now. I'm too old. He can change professions. He should change professions. I mean, that's a good point, George. But I mean, no, it is a good point. There is no but. But isn't it just? Isn't it the 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 goal to have the the next generation like just come up and be better than us and improve the world? Fooey on the next generation. All right, I'm yeah. all about me and mine. I love driving cars. Do you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, so just keep it out of the hands of the, the, the youth. Finally speaking about it. Exactly. Keep it out of the hands of the youth. Wow. Wow, that's that's very interesting. And so uh, your your rival seems to have uh, also put on a restraining order and a uh, Now I can't quite go into it for obviously the legal reasons. But let's right. just say I have uh, hired a certain organization that'll uh, should take care of his driving uh, career. Oh, wow. In a very uh, poetic justice kind of way. Wow, I've, I feel like maybe you shouldn't have told us that on the radio. Shouldn't I have? I mean, it's better for me if you do, I guess. So, you know oh, what? Yeah, man. thank you. I gotta call my lawyer. Hold on, let me... I gotta talk to Ronald T. Smith. Hold on. Uh, okay. Whoa, what is... Over there, there seems to be a team um, causing mischief in the middle of this protest, knocking picket signs out of people's hands, mocking their chants, and uh, just stop taking my sign. Being quite teenagery. Let, let me go. Let me go and uh, go talk to him for a second. Oh, hey, excuse me, I'm old. Not... You guys are so old. Hey, hey wow. Bo- Oh, oh, hi. Uh, uh, hey, uh, hi. Um, uh, Brandon Newton here from Gumshoe on the KWGD. Um, uh, I, uh, Donald, Donald Davila. I, I, I go to the high school just down the street. I, I saw these old folks out here protested, and this isn't the first time they blocked me from getting my, my learner's permit three times in the past month. Wow. And I'm, I just, I think that... This is just another case of old people being old and not not letting the future happen. 
You know, we're the future. You know, I thought about that, Mr. Davila, but is is this uh, the best way to, to if, show if, people that? If I they're going to cause a ruckus on my streets, I'm going to cause a ruckus in their protest. I think that's legal turnabout. In fact, I, I called somebody about it, and he said, stop calling me, you didn't pay me any money. Oh, yeah. You know, that's usually how lawyers work. I... I can't get a job. I don't have a license. I can't get to places. They won't hire me. You know, you make a strong point there, uh, Donald, Mr. Davila. Thanks. Uh, but don't you think that maybe the streets are too crowded? They'd probably be a whole lot less crowded if people got in their cars and drove. You know, when cars are moving, they don't take up as much, like, space on that part of the road because they're only on that road for a little bit and and honestly i think these protests are really what's what's causing the the congestion on the streets wow you do make a strong point and now i don't know what to believe listeners do we need fewer cars or do we just need cars to move faster through the roads it's really something to think about. And I hope you do. While you keep your nose to the streets and wait for the next gumshoe, you're listening to KWZD. listeners time for a short news break earthquakes have shaken up yosemite and old faithful has receded back to the molten core if you haven't seen that well try and find a youtube of it man found dead inside of locked car investigators have found no indication of found play more at six a recently opened restaurant has been closed there's a large amount of garbage found in the food and ended up making people sick so if you've recently eaten at Rat Hole Rubbage, please seek immediate quarantine and call the CDC. You're listening to KWZD. Hello listeners, it's your friend Jedlin. I know I've been missing for a while and some have been wondering where I've been. So let's dig in and figure that out. I've been on the hunt for the website for quite some time now, and I feel I've been closer to finding it than ever before. But as I approached the very precipice of finding it, this discovery of my lifetime, my whole world was shaken. My house was being staked out. I was being followed everywhere. My internet history was being erased without my consent and just every aspect of my life. When I went to the station, there would be hooded figures waiting for me just by the doors. And so I had to flee. I took any electronic device I had that didn't have a signal to track to me, and I ran to ground. 
Now, after a very long time, I have set up an access port to these long-range, enclosed, wireless hubs, very akin to the internet in its current iteration, but more of a pirate internet. And this, this has allowed me to talk to many folks like myself who have been chased out of their living situations, who have had to abandon their whole lives. And with me, I have actually a guest I have peer-to-peer -peer connected to, a person who has told me a very similar story. He was hunting for the website and people followed him. And you know, I think it'd be best if he talked a little bit about his story. Our guest here tonight is known only as guest 2385. Mr. 2385, it is, it's fantastic to talk to another human again. Is this, a, this is a secure line. It's, it's as secure as it can be. People could hop in and out, but they will never know where we are or who we are. Good, good. Well, that'll be enough. You yourself were hunting for this website, the, the website that uh, listeners may remember as the website where viruses may have very well started. The most virus-ridden website in history. Is, is I think of myself as as a pirate. As a this was this was the biggest find of my life. This was Pandora's website. It, it just, it's a treasure. I had to, I had to get my hands on. I had to see it with my own eyes. Just the further I went, just the the more just deranged and just the more just absurd everything got around me. Not even on. The websites that I was visiting, not even just, but I couldn't tell what was real anymore. There was hooded figures. You mentioned there were hooded figures. Everywhere. Look in the middle of the night, a cold sweat. Look at the corner of my room, in the shadows, just a hood. And that, that turned out to just be my hoodie, putting me on edge. I, I believe that the hooded figures put your hoodie there as a message to you. You know what? I think you're right. So you yourself had had ran to ground. You you abandoned your life, your your wife, your four children. It didn't matter. It was really it was all about it's all about the chase. Getting my getting my click, getting my my mouse on that oh, that elusive website. Nothing I, else mattered. I agree. Uh, a hooded figure approached me and said, "Drop everything, and we will leave you alone." But I couldn't. The website, it calls to me. It's alluring. It's just, I just, I can't think. I can barely sleep anymore. I'm going to internet cafe, internet cafe. I just, I'm so jacked up on internet coffee that I just, I just, I can barely type anymore. It's, it's so mind-boggling to think that people would want us to not visit the site. Are they... Are they defending the site from us? Us from the site? Are they are they worshippers of the website? I don't know. And that is that's the question. I think we all worship the website in our own way. I think that's it's the main thing that I've I've learned in my in my search for it. We all worship the website. I'm gonna thank you for being on on here with us, Mr. Two Three Eight Five. And I invite you listeners to keep digging.
despite what anyone is going to tell you, just keep searching for what you hold dear. I'm the Internet Archaeologist, and you're listening to KWZD. KWZD is presented by members like you, but also sponsors like this one. Have you or a loved one been hurt at a public event, music event, speech, movie wing, or otherwise merriment? Has a so-called movie star committed physical harm to your body? Has a rampant ape who escaped the control of its handlers ripped off multiple appendages? Have all of your complaints and concerns fallen on deaf ears? You may be entitled to compensations. Call the law offices of Ronald T. Smith. You may be eligible to participate in a class action lawsuit. He'll fight with you. Hey there, nerds. It's Jason McNally here to break down some circuitry with you. So we've seen it. We see it every day. Congested highway, whether it's cars or some random yahoos with picket signs. And more and more, there's a computer chip at every wheel. And, uh, you know, cars are getting smarter every day. You see it in Teslas, you see it with the new hybrids. Computers are driving the cars more than anything right now. The cars are definitely smart, but one automaker is wondering if cars are getting a bit too smart. And maybe there's an alternative to all this reliance on technology, robots, and computers. And you might be thinking to yourself, hey, that doesn't make any sense. Because I was definitely thinking the same thing until I found the clever car. Is They may not have the book learning of a Tesla, but they're definitely street smart. This is a clever car that might not be all that smart, but is definitely clever enough to get you to where you need to go. But that's enough of me, John, about it, because I'm here with Mr. Edward Winslow, the CEO of Clever Cars. Hello, Ed- hello, Mr. McNally. Edward, uh... This is this is a far out concept. That that that's that's the best. Not to sound like a burnt out hippie. That's the best description I have for it. Is the yes. clever car doesn't make any sense. It's you're, you're getting you're making a smart car with as little computer no, and electronic no, reliance no, so, as you can. Sorry, sorry to uh, interrupt you there. It's not a smart car. It is a clever car. You see, in the world today, we have a lot of smart cars, but. Uh, I would like to create a world with uh, smarter drivers instead, in which uh, the car doesn't do your thinking for you. It's not your, The car is not your mind, but it becomes an extension of the body. So, you're putting drivers back in control of the car. We're putting the driver back in control, yeah, correct. And, and we are making the division between uh, the car and human less distinct. But more profound. How exactly are you doing it? It's we seem to as is. Would you say you're taking you're making addition by subtraction? Yes, of course, of course. See, we we use um, much less. Uh, we use no artificial intelligence components, no computer chips. Um, mainly gears, uh, radio waves, sensors, and um, and buttons and levers. We have gotten rid of the steering wheel that only uses the hands, and we have a uh, steering system that incorporates the entire body in movement, create movement within the car, within the vehicle. Now, in each clever car, it seems that you you stand fully erect in the car. You stand yes, up and absolutely. you need to use all of your limbs to control it. Yes, because we've found that the human body was not designed uh, to sit the way it does in a car for long, for long stretches of time. You notice you take a road trip and you become 
You become fatigued from the seating. Your legs, they fall asleep and you can't, you, you're dying by the end of the road trip, of course, to, to get to a, a gas station or something. Just get out and stretch your legs, correct? Correct. I, I get very fatigued on a long car trip. Well, we have designed the system in which you are in the erect standing position, like the, like the, like the mighty evolved creature that we were born to be. And then so... We move the way our body is naturally meant to move. Pierre. Ergonomics is an ergonomic Correct. design. It's ergonomic, economical. It is exciting. It is exhilarating. It is energizing. It is encapsulating. It is enterprising. And it is entrepreneurship all wrapped into one. It's absolutely incredible. I guess one could say is you're relying on the most powerful computer in the world. Yes, which the is human the mind. human mind. Yes, is exactly. Relying on the human of mind. course through incredibly sleek and intuitive ergonomic design. I gotta say, I was in one of these, and it was easier to drive than my Tesla. Yes, you just think and things happen. It, it, it's it's unconscious. Your, your, your Tesla tries to take the control from you. It is trying to become you. It is trying to become your future in which the, the world is not ruled by man anymore. It's ruled by machine. But we must become the masters of the machine. Well, Mr. Winslow, you are most certainly the mind behind and the master of this machine, but the heartbeat and the engine has to be my other guest, uh, Mr. Hugh Teague, who is the lead engineer of the Clever Car. Uh, Mr. Teague, how did you even, when Mr. Winslow first approached you with this concept, how, how what was your mind even thinking? Uh, well, it was, uh, it was a little weird at first because, I mean, it wanted something with no computer chips in it. And, well, I have my master's degree in robotics and uh, he wanted something totally away from robots. And, well, I was, uh, I was a little confounded and confused about that. Uh, I didn't know what to do. But once we started talking and we, we started drawing up some designs, uh, things started to make sense. And we're developing a car that's actually really fantastic we got radio signals that will signal you if you stop paying attention and alert you you know if a car is too close to you side front behind you know anything like that the stand-up design was really mr winslow's uh brainchild right there but we made it work and like you said you just stand the little movements that you do makes your car move so in a way, this clever car is smarter than any smart car that's out there. It, it truly is. is. Is the ergonomic design. Can you tell me what in robotics did you really take? And what was the aha moment you had in, in making the, the stand-up feature? As, as you said, Mr. Winslow thought of it. But, but what was the real revolution you found in the engineering in, uh, in making it a reality within the vehicle? Honestly, I had to throw away everything I knew. I had to stop thinking about robotics and go back and look at diagrams of stuff from the 1920s, early machines from even the 1890s, and printing presses. There's a lot of the gears and stuff that we use. The printing press was a very big inspiration. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Printing press. Yeah. A lot of the designs of the printing press are actually in this car. Now we gotta say, the downfall of this car is because of all the cogs and the levers and we're using real metal. Um, 
It weighs you, about 8,000 pounds. It does. And you don't get the gas mileage that you would in, say, a Tesla. Yeah, it, it is. I, are the measurements right that it la- a tank of gas lasts about 60 miles? Is, is that true? Does a tank of gas get you about 60 oh, miles? Oh, yeah. And it's a, it's a 40-gallon tank. It is a forty-gallon tank, and uh, but we are we are experimenting with other fuels. Uh, this is really oh, just yeah. proof of concept, right now. Yes, of yeah, course, it's, it's proof yeah. of concept. Uh, we are we are thinking of uh, moving on to the um, highly energetic rocket fuels, um, and which uh, the price per gallon, of course, will go up, but the uh, miles per gallon will also, also go, go up. up. Oh yeah. Yes. Well, that's that's fantastic. Uh, we'll definitely be keeping an eye on you guys. Thank you both, gentlemen, for uh, being here with me today. So, folks, be on the lookout for clever cars. Uh, seriously, be on the lookout. They are not at all street legal and are a massive menace on the road. Uh, however, they are fascinating to behold in the lab and out at the Salt Flats in Nevada where I got to spend a few, a few days with these gentlemen looking at uh, these absolute marvels of mechanics. It's, it's they're fantastic. I expect we'll probably see them on the road in the legal form within the next five to ten years with the way things are going some, some brilliant minds at work. And uh, it's all very exciting technology. So uh, thanks for being with me here today. I'm Jason McNally. You've been experiencing Circuit Breakdown, and this is KWZD. Later, nerds. Thank you for joining us on yet another episode of The Midnight Run, brought to you by KWZD. I want to thank all of our guests, all of our hosts who are working hard and out on the scene, all of our members like you, and all of our sponsors. I'm Matt Ramirez. This is KWZD. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.